Hello and welcome. You are listening to UCLA Radio. This is the Deep End Theory with Leslie Snipes and Malik. Um, Today we are joined with Mary Droppins, who is signed with 100 Palms. She's also involved in Xenophile Collective and she works at Native Instruments. So today's conversation should have a pretty wide variety of topics um, and interesting experiences. But Mary, thank you for joining us. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Um, So this past Tuesday, you actually just played at Gold Diggers with 100 Palms. Um, 100 Palms has been running this little Tuesday party. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's fantastic. Time. Uh, we weren't able to go this, this past week just because we have like deadlines and stuff. But we went to the kickoff. It was pretty tight. Yeah, we did go to the first one, and it was awesome. It was a fantastic Tuesday. But how did that set go? What What do you think? It was great. I was really surprised. I had just gotten off of a flight when I was over on the East Coast, and I was like, "Oh man, I don't know how I'm going to do this right after a six-hour flight." But right when I showed up, it was like the energy was so vibrant, and uh, the just the it's so dark in there and then all the lights shining. It was actually a really beautiful Tuesday. A lot of people ended up showing up and I played a really eclectic set because uh, I was supposed to play at a warehouse a couple weeks ago that got shut down right before my set. So I had a lot of built up uh, energy that I wanted to release and I was like, whatever, I'm just going in on this Tuesday. And it was dope, it was cool. Yeah, and that I feel like that setting is really interesting too, the way the whole place is set up and with the DJ booth in towards the back and it's kind of like blocked off. It's not like any other conventional stage. Yeah, it's very historical there. I mean, it used to be a strip club, so there's definitely the vibes in there. We yeah, <laughs> and you can kind of tell because where you would think the main stage is is actually just kind of a hangout area. Yeah, so but you I'm can sure dance. That's, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure that's where the dance is. Yeah, get your moment there. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, it's a it's a great party, a great vibe. I would highly recommend if you're looking for something to do, check that out. Um, but going back, this warehouse, what happened with that? You said it got shut down. Like the cops showed up. Or something? Yeah, the cops showed up. Uh, it was just one of those unfortunate moments that are, you know any warehouse underground party has the potential to happen. And it was right when I was about to put my USB in, and it, the cops came, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's like. I don't know, DJ Blue Balls. Yeah. That's really what happened. <laughs> and so do you think that uh, that's a, a East Coast thing maybe more so? Oh, it was out here. Oh, Yeah, really? I was okay. at E-Jags, so. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, it was, it was a bummer. <laughs> Does that yeah. happen frequently at E-Jags? It's the first time, so we made history that night, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, that's a little scary. We have quite a history with E-Jags, with uh, understanding people and all that. Yeah, I think they're gonna, um, they're, this like opened up the opportunity for them to become more legal. So they're working on that and then there's going to be a comeback. So, okay. It's good. Yeah. To hear. Cool. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I'm excited. I, I love that space. It's, yeah. It's such a, such a great venue. And I like how they opened up that second room. Oh yeah, totally. It's cool. So, um, and so you're also involved with, uh, Xenophile collective, I think is so. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And this is, it's a collective, geared towards female DJs, like promoting women voices and electronic music. Um, Any particular genre tilt or? Yeah, so it's it's DJs and producers and we just have come together and really created this community and support system for each other out here. And 
Um, it's minimal, deep house, techno, house, like all, you know, acid, all the little subgenres that people make up every year. <laughs> but um, it's really dope. I love all the girls that are involved in it. And um, it's, it's definitely elevated my career personally because I've just felt so, um, I don't know, just felt like you have your girl gang behind you, it has your back. So it's, it's really cool. And what, were you involved in founding that or like did you join later? What was the yeah, no, creation of it? I was not involved in it. I actually met up with uh, Chanel Verdult. We, are, we were working at Lot 613 a couple years ago for a Berlin lab when I was working on a project with Native Instruments. And I met her on this wall that you touch and you make music when, you, when it goes off of touch sensor. Wow. And it was really cool. We were just making music together and we never had seen each other and then we turned over and we're like oh what up <laughs> we just made some cool sounds together and so she introduced me to the girls that put it together kelly and jesse calistri so it was really cool so it seems like native instruments you you mentioned you work there um seems like an interesting place to be working at with um all sorts of people there yeah it's a great culture this goes on there uh, the headquarters are in berlin so being in the LA office, we really rep hard and uh, we're like the second headquarters for the company. And um, I just work with some incredibly talented people and I'm really, really stoked to be there. Um, I'm working on the the marketing portion of it. So with the events, social media artists and uh, education, and then also donations based giving back to different charities and stuff. So it's been really fulfilling to be able to combine my passion and my work. Yeah, definitely. And especially with the, um, the social media and marketing part, it seems like uh, definitely strong at that <laughs> with your channels. Um, <laughs> is there any piece of advice or anything you dole out to anyone who's aspiring to be a DJ and trying to get their music out? On the social front? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just I th collab, I think, you know, find, find friends that are wanting to take pictures or promote a a t-shirt or a clothing brand or something and just find ways to collab to keep your content interesting instead of just flyers um, everywhere and flyers people yeah. still do that yeah some people do oh wow <laughs> um, but yeah I was just I feel like with uh, social media if you just have some interesting content it's it helps always and then yeah just like be yourself don't be afraid and you know, if you want to have a show all different sides to yourself, it's cool. But I like to definitely put positive energy out to everyone. Um, and yeah. And so what originally sparked your interest in actually producing or DJing? Um, I've always loved music. My dad's an incredible drummer. So I just grew up around watching him come home after work and just rip on the drums. And I was just like really intrigued and always kind of played piano after school and was just doing things like that and then I moved out here to LA five years ago and I saw my first DJ. I'm from Nebraska. We didn't really have any raves going on at the time there. And um, I went and I saw a DJ. I was like, whoa, you can do this. <laughs> so then I just went for it and um, I I don't remember life before this. So. <laughs> do you know of uh, any uh, like underground scene or house scene going on in Nebraska? <laughs> no, I don't, honestly. Uh, I played there once uh, two years ago on Thanksgiving at the 415 there. They, I think they had Christian Martin come through, so it was just a local okay. bar. I don't know of any undergrounds personally, but if anyone in Nebraska is listening and hears this, please let me know if there's any undergrounds <laughs> I really want to play there. <laughs> 
Yeah. My grandma came too, so it was cool. <laughs> Are, you Are you serious? Yeah, she had her cane and she was in the front row <laughs> fist pumping it. <laughs> Incredible. This is dope support. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the scene in the... I grew up in Kansas City originally, and Valid actually just moved back from Kansas City. Oh, nice. And, yeah, it's just... It's present, but you don't have things like underground or, like, that level of kind of freshness or, you know, like... Yeah, I was there for the past six months, and it's interesting to see that um, it's starting to grow. Mm -hmm. It's starting to grow in the Midwest, and especially in Kansas City. Um, people are definitely interested. It's just at a smaller scale than you would see in L.A., yeah, but it's good to see. Yeah, and I think more would be interested. They just don't know. So I think it's yeah. it's there, and then they're people they're feeding for it when they don't even know they'll love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my my high school friends are like, oh my god, this is so incredible. Or they come <laughs> here and they're and I take them to something and they're like, what? Yeah. Part of it's just education. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So. But I mean, with the underground stuff, it's a lot harder to export that because California is relatively chill mm -hmm. i suppose about that stuff and i don't know i'm sure nebraska would not be <laughs> down with that yeah, ejags would yes. have a hard time existing <laughs> yeah hey they shut it down here in la so maybe we should <laughs> yeah. go to the midwest maybe there's maybe there's a chance i don't know just an open barn or something and yeah exactly <laughs> on the cornfield no one will complain you can't hear anything yeah. <laughs> cows are like stop <laughs> they would be raving <laughs> um yeah, and so you said your dad was a drummer? Yeah, just for his own self. He wasn't in a band or anything, but he still drums. He has the new DW drum set and, like, all this all this good stuff that he has in his – he has a rolling drum pad as well. Oh, nice. Stuff, so, yeah, it's cool. And did you pick up stuff from him? Was that, like, an early childhood interest, or did it kind of come later? I think with the, like, electronic sound, just the drums and the hi-hats and the bass and everything, it was just when I first heard that – um, I fell right into it. I mean, from him, I, I was really into Pink Floyd and like Van Halen and The Doors and stuff. So he brought me into that. And that's what I mostly listened to most of my life. And then I was exposed to electronic music. And have you like incorporated any of those sounds into your vision for Mary Droppins? You know, like. Yeah, um, I have a mix that I put out. It was under Techno Drum. This group in Berlin had me do a special guest mix. And um, something else that my dad had influenced me with is uh, Tai Chi and Kung Fu. So I'm uh, trained in Shotokan Karate and Kung Fu. And he would always be playing um, like Chinese flutes and meditation music. And so I created a mix that um, incorporated some different meditational like yoga style. I call it Tai Chi Techno. So <laughs> is that the sound of Mary dropping? <laughs> I think it's just uh, it's something I'm playing around with. I, I don't want to, you know, silo myself to one sound, yeah, but I would think shade. I think that that's something that um, I'm I feel really close to because it's it's reminds me of my dad. Got it. And so are there any um, plans of producing? Yeah, actually, I'm going to play an original for you guys tonight. Um, I, don't, I haven't released anything yet, but uh, in the works, I've got a couple collabs going on with uh, Stefan Say, Dom Corleone, and Schrodes, and I'm uh, going to be working with a few other artists, but I'm going to play one of my originals tonight. So. Techno House? Yeah, I'm with Techno Acid. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan of Acid. Yeah, yeah. me too. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little bit of a sound that kind of like a little bit goes a long way. Mm -hmm. 
at least in my opinion, like within a, a set or something like that. Like I, I couldn't imagine a full set of acid, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it has its like place, you know, like it, it takes it to another level. Yeah, it definitely takes you to a different place. And for me, it's like, I don't know, it just, it quiets everything in a weird way, even though it's not a quiet sound. <laughs> And so do you kind of hope to stick more to the underground scene as your career develops or do you want to transition, uh, you know, more into like, I guess nowadays all these barriers are kind of being broken down anyway, but transition to more like mainstream festival stuff? I definitely want to stay underground um, unless the underground sound does, you know, go to more mainstream festivals, but I prefer to keep it in the underground and um, I love, I just, I don't know, I can't stop playing techno and acid and uh, breaks and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm just gonna keep going with that. I'm, I don't know, I've evolved a lot. I started with Deep House and Tech House and now um, I'm here with doing different styles. So yeah, we'll see, TBD. <laughs> Do you have a dream festival that you wanna play at? I'd love to play at Desert Hearts. Um, I've okay. been there the past five years. I went to one of the first ones actually by myself. I just drove down in my car that had the Nebraska plate and I was jokingly telling them I drove all the way from Nebraska for this festival and they're like oh my gosh no way she came all the way from there even though I just came from LA but <laughs> I love it there uh, that'd be really cool to play that festival it honestly sounds like a movie scene like <laughs> driving from Nebraska to go to this like weird <laughs> California hippie yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly so I was wondering how'd you come up with your name <laughs> What's the story behind that? There's got to be something. Yeah. So uh, I was at Lacave, which is where I'm actually going to be playing on Wednesday night. It's down in Orange County in Costa Mesa. It's an MDA event, and um, I'll be playing this Wednesday. Uh, it starts at 10. You should come out. But I'm going to be playing there. And my first show, underground show I went to, was there. And there was this lady playing Lady Julius, and she has short hair and uh, she reminded me of Mary Poppins and I was joking with my friend Travis and he was like uh, He's like what, this is like Mary Poppins and techno and I was like yeah, it's like Mary Joppins and Light bulb went up and then every we just kept seeing her at, at like almost every festival we went to and we were just Joking like whenever it's gonna be a good night when Mary Joppins is there and then when it was time that I was playing uh, My first gig on a rooftop at shy day, which is an ad agency. I used to work for um, they asked me like, so what do you want your name to be? And it's like all my coworkers there, so I wanted to make them smile. And so I said Mary Droppins, and it just stuck. So <laughs> definitely catchy. And now that's still true. Every time Mary Droppins is there, it'll be a good night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's where it started. But um, I got another show coming up as well. Besides on Wednesday, uh, that Wednesday is at Lacave in Costa Mesa. So if you're in Orange County, that'd be cool to see you there. Uh, and then I'll be I'll be with the Hood Politics crew, and then on this coming Saturday I'm playing After Tracks, which is this new underground warehouse series that's happening in Long Beach, and it's totally proper. Cops will not come, and the production is absolutely insane. Like I've never seen any show like this, so I'm really stoked to be a new resident for them, and that's on Saturday at Thunder Studios. Okay, very cool. What what makes the production so top notch? It's just, I mean, the lights and the stage and like the whole visual experience is, and then obviously the speakers are incredible. Like, I, I mean, I just, it's a place where I feel comfortable to just completely go off. So 
yeah. With that. <laughs> yeah, I always felt that way about Ejax, but hopefully. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> that was sad. That'll be, yeah. Cool. RAP, I hope it's yeah, <laughs> the comeback. Yeah, man, I've been trying to recover. It's hard. <laughs> and so lately, they're, they're actually, I mean, I think that there has been sort of a trend of going from the underground into more mainstream stuff. Mm -hmm. um, do you think that trend will continue? And do you think that's like a good thing overall for the underground scene or more like on the side of things that things like, no, the underground should stay? Underground I think um, tech house is going mainstream, like college tech, like tech house, party everyone's tech. playing it, party tech, yeah. whatever, happy tech, whatever you want to call it. That is definitely gone mainstream, and I'm, I'm happy for that because I would rather the kids be listening to that instead of that foaming at the mouth on Molly EDM, like gross sound stuff yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah. I'd rather this what be what image. people are listening to. So um, I'm happy for Tech House to be going mainstream, but I want to keep techno and breaks and drum and bass and all of that into the underground space. So, yeah, but good for Tech House. It's, they should. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And and so there's also been a huge, well, not a huge. I shouldn't say that, but I, I mean, sort of going back to Xenophile. Women are generally a little, un well, not a little, very underrepresented in electronic music. And I think we've also seen a trend in the past few years that's like changing a little bit, in particular with techno. Um, and this is a question I've been kind of asking or wondering, but like, what about techno makes, like why have so many women gravitated towards, gravitated towards it? And like as a DJ, they've seen so much success with techno. Yeah, I would say for me personally, I, I can't answer for everyone, but for me personally, it would be that the sound of techno, the minimal, the bass, and just that like booming vibes is super spiritual. And I feel like women have a, a more deeper connection with the spirit and emotional, not, not over men or whatnot. I'm just saying that's maybe why more women have gravitated towards techno. Um, it's, it's just a soul thing. And... I, it's also very sexy, and I think it's like for girls, it's a it's a way to express their femininity in um, a more masculine space. Especially with like the festival gear and stuff like that, I, I like that. I don't know. The yeah. Burning Man vibes kind of have spread everywhere. Yeah. Um, so, little left field, but so what's a day in the life of uh, Mary Robbins? <laughs> this is. A funny question uh every day is different but uh you know monday through friday you can catch me at my desk right there nine to five crushing out emails and making <laughs> business deals for native <laughs> instruments and then uh after hours uh, i'm usually working on music collabing with friends going to dinner making dinner and i go to yoga hot yoga often with my roommate paulina and um yeah just just trying to you know, be better every day. So, uh, so. That's, that's what I, that's what I'm doing. And then, oh, I, I love laying in my bed. I have the most comfortable king bed ever, and I have this really soft robe from um, Pottery Barn. I recommend it to everyone. And yeah, you could find me curled up too. <laughs> <laughs> Very passionate about robes. Yeah, I love robes. <laughs> I feel like that kind of makes sense with Mary Poppins. I don't know. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely want to throw a robe party soon. So. Ooh. That's a thing. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would totally go to that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. I'll keep you posted. <laughs>
I used to have this ball and women's uh, robe that I used to wear in college. <laughs> it had like uh, leopard must. print on it. No, yeah. no, no, I bought it. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah, and it was, I'm sure it was soft and you just felt like really cool when you Definitely. wear it. Yeah. And it was such a good party play, like people loved it. <laughs> um, but I say we close out the interview with a rapid fire section. Um, and then Mary's going to guest mix, so she'll be hitting decks for a live set. Yep. Um, but you want to run it? Yeah. What's your favorite meal? Uh, Mediterranean food. Dream B2B. Peggy Goo. Are you a hunter or a gatherer? Hunter. If you could get rid of one state in the U.S., what would it be? Oh, I love Texas, but they're kind of cocky. Like, come on, let's all like put the ego away. <laughs> uh, you're going out. What's your go-to spot? Nameless in Santa Monica. Uh, what song do you want played at your funeral? Uh, Pink Floyd, Great Gig in the Sky. One thing on your bucket list? Uh, to travel to Santorini. And one word to describe yourself in high school. Um, silly. <laughs> silly. Okay, cool. Favorite 90s track? Um, let's go for... Or artist. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Pull out the phone. <laughs> I'm blinking. I don't listen to 90s anymore. I mean, there were like Backstreet Boys and Sync, that whole scene. Yeah, and I was uh, listening to like old. Destiny's Child. Uh, yeah, I mean, you could say, we'll say Destiny's Child, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I was listening to <laughs> Like, um... I was listening to Senses Fail. It's like Taking Back Sunday. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Right. Cool, and time. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, now Mary's going to hit the decks. So sit back, relax, enjoy the sound of Mary Droppins. Thanks Yay. for coming on the show. Thank you.
Bye.